Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had five kids in seven years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope you can find something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 78 of Parenting in Real Life. To start off with our Parenting in Real Life moment today, this one is our (laughs) littlest one. Okay, so I first heard this when I was changing one of our kids' sheets, and so all the sheets were gone off the bed, and Lucy walks by and goes, the bed is naked! (laughs) I just had never heard anybody like say it that way before, so I thought that was funny. And then tonight, Chloe was pulling out some more pillows and they didn't have pillowcases on them and lucy goes chloe your pillow is naked buck naked (laughs) it was buck naked buck naked that's a proud proud parenting moment because i say that all the time and it's rubbing off and the girls thought it was hilarious. And so and then everyone kept asking Lucy, what's so funny? And then, you know, Cammie would come in from her room. I'm like, Cammie, go back to bed. She's like, Lucy, wait, I have a question for Lucy. What's so funny? <laughs> her pillow's buck naked. <laughs> so great. That's awesome. <laughs> and now for our product that makes parenting stink less. This is a product that makes parenting stink less, where we give you our honest review on a product that we hoped would change our lives. The product we're loving ties in with what we're talking about today, and it is YNAB. Which stands for? You need a budget. Yep. And it's true. You do. Yep. We're going to be talking about this more throughout the podcast, but it's a great budgeting tool, and we've been using it for years, Mm -hmm. and I've tried a lot of other budgeting tools and this is the one that i liked best it's not perfect there's still some things that aren't my favorite about it but overall Mm -hmm. i felt like this worked best for our family so if you're looking for a budgeting app i definitely suggest using ynab yep i would say the i mean shame on them the two things i have against them is one it costs money and so it stinks (laughs) to pay money every month for a budgeting thing that's a once a year payment i think but you have to pay once a year the other thing that's a little bit annoying is when you're still like working on your budget and trying not to live on credit cards, it is a little bit annoying because yeah, the way it tracks credit cards is not super intuitive. Mm-hmm. But once you start living on last month's income, mm-hmm. it's superb. It's yeah. great. Yeah. The, yeah. the credit card part is a little tricky to figure out. And I still haven't quite gotten it yet, but <laughs> we've been yep. able to get through it. But other than that, it's a great app. That allows you to, like it, it connects to your bank accounts. And so it just pulls in all of your transactions, which most people don't use cash anymore. So it's pretty mm-hmm. much everything. And then you just go through, categorize it, and put it in the different categories. So it's that part is really nice. I yep. like that a lot. We just love them. Yeah. So why not? Also, this month's sponsor, I want to talk about one more time, is the local chow. And this one's for Utah friends. It's only Utah only right now. But if you love to bake... Have you ever thought about selling your baked goods? 
now there's a place you can do that and you don't have to fight with people on Facebook Marketplace or try to get a following on Instagram, but you can just download the app, put in a picture of what you're selling and when people can come pick it up and load it and then you can start selling on there and people can order your stuff. So it's really simple. It's a really great app to use. So just go to the local Chow website or just download it wherever, whatever kind of phone that you have, you can download their app. And now for our hot mess hot minute. This is the Hot Mess Hot Minute, where we sum up our podcast episode in a minute so you can decide if this episode is worth your precious time. So today we're talking about finances. We're going to talk about budgeting and ways to keep track of your budget. Mm -hmm. We're also going to be talking about how you can divide up your money um, before it starts going to all the expenses. So once you get it, like, okay, I have my paycheck. What should I be doing with it? Giving your money a job. Yeah. We're also going to talk briefly about the new stimulus package and some options of what you can do with all that money. Mm-hmm. All right. So finances, kind of not the most fun subject to talk about. Super fun. <laughs> I actually really like doing the finances. I don't know why. Uh, But most people in the United States just received a third stimulus check, and it came last week. So if you haven't gotten that check yet, you need to look into that because they should have gotten to you last week. Um, And ours came last week, so make sure you look into that if you don't have it. You're missing out on a lot of money Mm -hmm. because if you listen to this, you probably have kids. Kids (laughs) equals money. There are very few things that five kids, you get a benefit from that. Financially. Financially. Yes, there's lots of other reasons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Financially. Having kids is pretty rough <laughs> go, but money. <laughs> they, kids cost a lot of money. But financially, the two things that we have found, it's nice to have five kids, is the child tax credit, because we max out on that with five kids, and stimulus checks, because now we've got money for each of our children. So, <laughs> so true. That's been some financial blessings coming our way recently. Yes. The rest of the time, you're just paying. Paying all the time. Five times <laughs> what everybody else is paying to do anything. So, yay, little money once. Woohoo. <laughs> but, may as well use it. So, we are going to talk about finances for families, obviously, because mm-hmm. we're a parenting podcast. But it's been a super important part of our marriage mm-hmm. because we've been po. Po, po, po. Yeah. I thought we would start out by kind of sharing our financial journey just to kind of show you where we've been and kind of how we've gotten through that. And we've made it. <laughs> we're, we're doing better than we were. So Alan and I, when we got married, we were both still in college in our undergrad. And so I was just about to graduate I just started. (laughs) Alan had two years left. And then when I graduated, instead of working full time, we felt like we needed to start our family right away. And so we started having children really quickly. And I became a stay-at-home mom. So we only had... Zero income. Yeah, no income. (laughs) Because Alan was still in school. I mean, you were working part-time. but So we were getting a little bit. But it it was rough. And then... So we kind of worked our way through that, and after Alan graduated, he got a job, and anyway, we ended up in MBA school, and we had our fourth child in MBA school. And so when you have four kids in MBA school, there's a lot of expenses besides school, and Alan even got scholarships for school, which was super helpful, but we had a large family, and 
that came with a lot of expenses. And again, mm-hmm. I wasn't working and Alan was barely working. So that was rough. And then we finally bought our first house after coming out of MBA school. And right when we were starting to get settled and like starting to figure things out, things got kind of crazy with the company Alan was working at. And he didn't lose his job, but we started looking elsewhere and felt like we needed to move back to Utah. So we did. But because we only lived in our house for one year and the Midwest market is not booming quite like Utah is, we made zero dollars. Well, technically we made $500 off of our home sale. (laughs) We made more than that when we sold our dog. Yes. Which is really sad to be like, oh, this house that we had and we sold it. Anyway, so we came to Utah with no money from our house, no money from his job. Yeah. And... We went into a lot of debt. Debt for days. Moving here. And it was really hard. We did buy a house in Utah because we felt like we needed to get into the house plus with having five kids. We kind of have to at that point. But it took 18 months for us to dig ourselves out of debt. And we've been living in Utah for two and a half years. And we've been married for 11 and a half years. And we are finally coming in a good place financially. So this has been a long <laughs> road along process and so if you're on the front half of that 11 years we hear you yeah it is hard when you're getting started and you have tons of expenses and not a lot of income and you start having kids and it's hard there's a lot of expenses the one thing i would say from that story that's kind of like the undertone of it but you may miss it is we're going to talk about some tips but what we found is budgeting is super important no matter how much money you're making but to some degree if you're not making enough money, you have two options. You can either make more money or spend less money. Those are your only two options mm-hmm. if you want to be financially stable. And so we've definitely had – We did both. It's been both for mm-hmm. us, right? And it's probably both for everybody. But remember that there's both of those two levers you can turn. And I think some people just think spend less money. And I think other people are all about the money, money, money. And – they are just like on the rat race to the top or whatever. But I feel like if you do both, then you don't have to be crazy about jobs. And, you know, like we could both have jobs and we could do all that. And I could work three jobs or whatever. But we also want to have that balance of having Alexis home with the kids and having me home with the kids sometimes. And anyway, so just remember that, that that's the first rule. If you look at the finances and say, like, I can't spend less, then you need to make more money. Mm-hmm. And, and we've put in a lot of years to make more money, and it was slow and ugly and expensive, and we'll pay that. Like, we have debt, but when we did the math, the debt that we would come out with was worth it because we can pay it off plus some. Yeah, that's what got us to MBA school. It's just that we need to make more than this, so what are we going to do about it? Yep. And yeah, we came out like it's amazing how much another degree can do for you, like a master's degree. If you get the right one. Yeah. So first we want to talk about budgeting. So we kind of mentioned that already with YNAB, but it really is so important to budget just to know exactly where your money's going. Like this what is, you- I think, the biggest aha when we talk to people and they're like, I'm not sure how much I spend on that a month. Like, what? <laughs> they're like, wait, you don't budget? <laughs> it just like, it creates this mystery around money. And all of these things we're not perfect at. We are, I still feel like there's a ton of mystery involved with our money. Partially because Alexis does all the budgeting. I don't always see it. Mm -hmm. But partially because 
as good as we try and be, sometimes you just buy that thing and you're not exactly sure if you had the budget for it and we're not we're not super disciplined about it. So Yeah, we definitely overspend in some areas and underspend spending. So sometimes it balances out, sometimes we're a little over. But yeah. we always know at least where it went, right? So we can look at that and analyze it and say, okay, we overspent in this category. We can't keep doing that. And we can't keep doing that, so we need to cut back or take the money from something else, right? Then mm-hmm. we need to stop doing this so that we can spend more money on that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so when you're budgeting, it just helps you see those habits that you have and then where you can change it. And the other, I don't know if we get to this later, but the other nice thing is like with YNAB, it's all about giving every dollar a job. So you get a paycheck and rather than just spending until you run out of money, you say, okay, I have 500 bucks for the next two weeks and here's where things are going to go. Like I know I'm going to pay this much in cell phone bills and rent and whatever, But then I have 200 bucks left over. Where do I want that stuff to go? And to the extent you can, even when we were really poor, we gave ourselves, we tried to always give ourselves an Allen and Alexis budget. I think there's probably times where we didn't have that. Yeah, sometimes we didn't have that at all. But it's nice to have a little (laughs) bit of money. Like often it was 20 bucks, but 20 bucks a month where it's unaccountable money, where I don't have to justify it i can just go spend 20 bucks and get lunch or i can spend 20 bucks to target dollar section exactly (laughs) so it's fun don't think of a budget as rules a budget is you choosing what you want to do with your money instead of just letting it happen because if you just let it happen then it's gone before you know so there's a couple of different ways that you can budget you can always make your own spreadsheet if you don't want to do that for a lot of years we did yeah and if you don't want to pay for any of these software you could just make your own and i and now for a quick break the heart behind the i'm on podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell i know that when i talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well you can find information everywhere on the internet some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com, and when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. Maybe we can find some. Like, they're everywhere, right? That just break down all 12 months, and you put in how much you make, and then you subtract out how much you want to spend, and then as you spend it, you put it in each bucket. It's all very manual, but very effective. Mm -hmm. You can also do an envelope system with actual cash. I feel like this used to be more popular before like the internet and stuff Um, this i still think that the psychology says it's way more effective yeah people still do it because it hurts way more to give somebody 20 bucks than it does to swipe a card for 20 bucks yeah so you would just have to pull out that cash every month and then divide it into the envelopes and say okay here's my 50 dollars my grocery budget i have you know and yeah and then pay with cash and so when it's gone it's gone right there's also a ton of not a ton but there are places that will give you a discount if you pay with cash because they pay for the credit card stuff. If you want to use the software, like we mentioned, we use YNAB. You need a budget. We love that one. There's also Mint is a very popular one. And Freeish. And Freeish. Also, Dave Ramsey has one called Every Dollar. So I looked at a website. There's a couple of different ones. And so you can just find what works best for you and what fits 
kind of like what your goals are and what you're trying to do. But we definitely suggest doing something, yep. however you want to do it. Yep. When it comes to actually divvying out the money, the first thing we always do is tithing because we mm-hmm. feel like it all comes from God and so it should go back to God first. And so for us, as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we always pay 10% in tithing and then some in other offerings and stuff. So we always do that first as we're allocating money. So that um, budget never gets shorted. Right. And then the next thing you should do is try to save. And as Al and I said, like this was really hard when we were first married. We didn't really have money to save because all of our money was going to expenses, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can save even like, I think at one point I was saving $50 a month and I was so proud of us. I'm like, look at us, we're saving $50 a month. And even even $25 a month, like if you can just start putting that towards your goals, mm-hmm. it's worth it. And it's actually so important because if you're not, like Alexis made the note here, you actually should do that before you pay off debt. And yeah, you this have was to figure out to the me. balance. Like obviously you're paying the minimums on all your debt all the time. You don't want to kill your credit by not paying your debt. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to rapidly pay off debt until you have some saved. Yeah, at first I was like, well, why wouldn't you want to pay off your debt first? Mm-hmm. But I think it's so that if something happens, you're not putting more on your credit card, right? Yeah. If you don't have any savings, then every surprise is going to put you further in debt. And there's always surprises. There's something happens with your car or someone gets injured or, you know, there's there's just something that... Yeah. You have to go to the hospital or whatever. Your house leaks or there's just... No matter what you're doing, there's always going to be surprises. So you need to have an emergency fund. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean three to six months, which is the goal. You want to have whatever you make every month, you want to have three to six months of that in a savings account somewhere, Mm -hmm. which would be awesome. But the first most important thing is I've heard a month. So -hmm. get one month of emergency fund. So when crap hits the fan, you can pull out of that and not feel bad. That's what it's for, even though it does feel bad. And, And then you're not going into more debt to handle those things. If you can save like every month, just know I'm saving this percent of your paycheck and putting it into savings. I think that's the best way to do that. And like we said, like that's not always possible, but I know with our kids right now, we are teaching them to save 40%, which is a a ton. Which Um, is like half of what we do. We save 80%, but whatever. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I don't even know what our percentage is. It's small. Very small compared to our paycheck. But I know just other resources that I've read and listened to and stuff, they say like 40% would be ideal. But if you can do any percentage, if it's 5%, if it's 1%, like just know, okay, every month I'm saving 1% Mm -hmm. and move that over to your savings. Mm -hmm. And we have goals to increase that as we Mm -hmm. get our feet under ourselves. Okay, so after you save, the next thing you need to do is pay off debt. Mm-hmm. So start with the things that have the high percentages, right? Those are the credit cards. So if you have stuff on credit cards carrying over every month, try to pay those off first. Rapidly. Like, yeah. that's such a big one. If you can get those paid off, then you can put all that money. And a lot of people talk about, like, the snowball method. You're, you're used to paying the minimum payments on all your debt because you have to. So once you pay down one, then you don't spend that money. You take it and you roll it into your next debt and it, you know, gets so you're getting faster and faster out of debt. And something you can do to kind of help you catch up is a lot of credit cards will have 12 to 18 months where you can transfer a balance and they're not going to charge you any percent APR. And so if you're like, man, I could pay this off in a year. 
open a credit card that has 0% balance, transfer it over, and just start paying that off. And then that way you don't have to worry about the interest every month. Yeah. We so, should say we're not financial experts. So <laughs> it's worked for us, but it's not like sound <laughs> we, yeah, financial We've done that a few times and it was It, it saved our bacon in cases where like circumstances were kind of out of our hands and mm-hmm. we had to, we got into some debt but didn't want to pay crazy credit card interest. Mm-hmm. And we have really good credit, and so we were able to yeah. get these cards. Not you do need that. that. Yeah, you do need good credit to be able to open For the most part, cards. avoid credit cards. They're the devil. So after you do the credit cards, the next thing you can move on to are things like student loans, which no one should be paying right now, which is actually really nice. So Unless you, like, this is actually a great time to pay your student loans because 100% of it goes to principal. Yeah. So if you we're want... We're not doing that. We're not doing that. But we're saving it. We're saving it instead. So I think you can kind of make that choice. Like, you can still keep paying it and it goes straight to the principal or you can save it to help bulk up your emergency fund. So I think whatever situation you're in, do that. But most student loan percentages are lower. So, which is nice. And then you can do things like car loans. You can work to pay those off. We've been talking about finances for like 20 minutes. We'll go faster. <laughs> Next <laughs> one is to yet. save and invest for the future. So you've got savings where you do want to have some like just quick access cash, but you don't want all quick access cash. So once you're getting more comfortable, you want to be putting stuff in retirement. If your company does a 401k match, you want to be putting a lot into that. So that's like free money. You want to invest in a home. You can invest in education. All of those things are good things to throw your money at because they pay back. Something that we try to do when we get like a bonus or a raise, it's so tempting for us to be like, oh, well, now we have money for this to do every month. And we try to like loosen our belts a little bit, right? And we not feel so tight. But if you still have debt and things or savings goals that you want to reach, if you can hold off and still keep that belt a little bit tighter for a little longer until the next page bonus or the next raise, then then try to do that. And so that way you're not always spending the new money that's coming mm-hmm. in. One thing we've done because it has been so hard for so long is we take just a tiny bit of any raise or bonus or whatever. And we do like let ourselves spoil ourselves a little bit, but we try and do just a tiny piece. And then the rest we put towards stuff that's smarter. Mm-hmm. That I'm- way it's like Dave Ramsey's all about like eat beans and rice until you're out of debt and financially independent. That's totally a way to do it. If I had the self-discipline, I'd do it that way. But be a long haul for us. And so mm-hmm. we've decided to try and make it a little bit more bearable along the way while still being really aggressive about paying off debt and things like that. Yeah, because we've had things like, oh, I really want to buy that. We didn't have the money for it then. But then and we'll get a raise. And we're like, oh, well, now we have the money. And we've been waiting so long for it. And we really want it. So then we felt like, okay, it's worth it. Now we can buy whatever that thing was whatever yep. you know and so sometimes we do have those things we've been saving up for and waiting for yep. and so i think sometimes it is nice to be able and to we're not going things. into debt to do it right which yeah. is key so the last tip i think it's important to save for fun things i like to have fun <laughs> and that's the beauty of having a budget right like it started out super small we started with staycations and mm-hmm. okay we're gonna go do free stuff or cheap stuff. Yeah. And now, you know, in a week we're going to drive a, one state away <laughs> and and stay in hotels and Airbnbs and stuff. And it's not cheap. Like, I hate how much it costs. But Yeah, it's expensive. And but gas is going up like we're crazy. We're budgeting for it and, and we're making it work within our budget. And so I do think you should save for the things that matter to you as well. Mm-hmm. 
yeah and i think it's important to enjoy your life a little bit mm-hmm. and because there's always going to be you have your i mean you're going to be saving money your whole life and working on finances your whole life so might as well enjoy little bits as you go along yep be careful yeah especially with kids i feel like you can't be crazy because it'll affect them but then try and have a little fun too because you can go too far yeah for sure just say no to everything and that's a way to live (laughs) or if you say yes to everything that's another way to live (laughs) both of those have their downsides so we've tried to land in the middle of those two extremes and so far so good well, that kind of that wraps up our financial discussion. We would love to know what other questions you have or if yeah. you have any tips if you're a financial guru or just know a lot about it. Like this is just from our experiences over the last 11 years. So yeah. let us know what we missed and other, other good stuff. Correct us if we were wrong. <laughs> but also for real, if you have questions about finances, we'll let Alexis look it up. I'll look it up. <laughs> we'll find the answer. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye now. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Alexis, thanks for your great research and your amazing editing. And Alan, thanks for showing up. Happy to help. You can follow us on Instagram at Alexis Tanner Lane or find us on our website at alexistannerlane.com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure to tell a friend. That's the best way for people to find out about our podcast. And if you haven't already, give us a rating. And as always, a special thanks to our five kids for being kids. <laughs>